Welcome to Word of Truth Radio with Reverend Ezuka Obi. Here is your host, Pastor Obi. Hi, hello, I'm Pastor Obi. I'm so glad to have you this Sunday morning. How have you been? I'm sure your week has gone great and you had an awesome week. Remember, remember, remember throughout this month, and we are ending this month, don't ever lose hope. Raise your expectation. God can do anything at any time. His hands are not shut that he cannot save. God is ready to do a miracle in your life. Get ready for newness, get ready for fresh things, and get ready, ready for new beginnings. I'm glad that you signed up this evening to join us. I say signed up. <laughs> I'm glad that you joined us this evening for, for Sunday service. And we are continuing the series which I call Erasing God, where we are erasing misconceptions of God that we might have had previously, either from our experiences or from other people's experiences that have that we know about or from paraventure something we've been taught or we've made a doctrine from the pulpit and we are reinstalling god in our hearts we are reinstalling the right information and revelation of who god is his nature his attributes and his character and uh, this is the ninth in the series and if you've missed anyone you can always always catch up on our podcast on activatechurch.co.uk slash forward slash podcast you catch up from or you catch up on rather on the series and you will be glad that you did now last sunday we looked at god's attribute of mercy upon us and those who deserve and upon those who deserve punishment. Now, one of the ways to explain this is to use the system of government. One of the things the executive branch of government can do, or one of their functions, is to pardon offenders of the law. For instance, the governor, who is the head of the executive branch, of a state that is in a federal system of government can pardon prisoners in his prison or in the prison in the state. And he has some other functions or rights and authority. One, he has authority and the responsibility to enforce the com and command obedience of the law. Number two, he has authority and the responsibility to reward those who obey the law. Number three, he has the authority and the responsibility to execute penalties to those condemned by the court. Fourthly, then he has the authority to pardon and forgive anyone that is condemned by the law. Now, this pardon or forgiveness, if you want to call it that, is an exercise is a show of mercy so when a governor or a president pardons a criminal he or she have shown mercy to that criminal 
He has extended mercy to that criminal. Though the criminal deserves either a death penalty or a life sentence or whatever sentence the judge has handed down, warns the governor, a member of the executive, pardons that prisoner, that prisoner experiences mercy. Now you will begin to understand what mercy is. Mercy is an act of God or of that governor withholding or setting aside the execution of the penalty of death, the condemnation meted out by the judge on that criminal. So this is exactly what God did for us. See, as sinners, what we deserved as our wages was death. The Bible tells us that it was explicit when the Bible says that all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. The Bible also says that the soul that sins shall die. So, listen carefully. Jesus told a story in the Gospels which explains this to us and is the story popularly called the parable of the unforgiving servant. Now, in this story, the master of this servant forgave him of a debt. He was owing the master $10 million, according to Amplified Version of the Bible. Then the same servant, after he was pardoned, left his master's presence outside the court, saw another servant, a fellow servant who owed him $20. He was just pardoned for of $10 million. Then he saw another servant that was owing him $20. He grabbed the servant by the neck. Think about this. $10 million, $20. I mean, it can't even compare the two amounts. You can't, you know. It's outrageous that you are just pardoned of $10 million and you, the next second, you grab somebody that was owing you $20 and you held him ransom to pay. And you know what happened? The servant that was owing $20 pleaded and pleaded with him to give him time to pay. And guess what? The servant did not ask that his debt being cancelled. I mean, he just asked for more time to pay his debt. He didn't say to this servant, can't you just forgive this debt since our master just cancelled your $10 million debt to him? You should just overlook this $10, $20 and just forget it. He didn't. Rather, he asked for more time so he could meet up with his obligation. This was the exact request he made of his master when he couldn't pay the 10 million debt. He went to his master and asked for more time to pay his debt. And the Bible records that his master was moved with compassion and cancelled his debt. Note that. Cancelled his debt. Pardoned his debt. His master, before the pardon, had already given his verdict, which was that the servant, his wife, his children and everything that he owned was going to be auctioned so he could pay the debt. But alas, the servant moved from being in red of $10 million 
to all of a sudden being in the black, totally debt free. If I were this man, honestly, I will go to church and ask for an opportunity from my pastor to give God thanks. <laughs> I will throw a death cancellation party. I will extend my or extend the benevolence of my master to everyone around me. I will forgive everyone that is owing me. To be honest, that's what I would have done. But not the servant. He held the master. He held the servant that was owing him $20 on the neck, by the neck, and demanded that he pays him immediately. See, you can identify the missing link. This servant lacked the compassion of his master. When his master forgave his debt, the Bible said that he was moved with compassion and cancelled his debt. But this servant lacked this virtue. It appears as if he didn't even have one ounce of compassion in his soul. See, compassion is the bridge to mercy. Without compassion, mercy won't be activated. Our God is a compassionate God. When you study Jesus' miracles in the gospel, you will always notice something. The Bible will always say that Jesus being moved with compassion healed the sick. That same Jesus is in the house this evening. That same Jesus, the compassionate healing Jesus, is in the house right now. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's in the house right now. In case you are listening to me and you are sick, the woman with the issue of blood believed in her heart, said in her heart, if only I can just touch the hem of his garment, I will be healed. And I say to you, if only you can just stretch forth your hand of faith and touch Jesus right where you are watching me from. You may be in your room, you may be in your sitting room, you may be in the car, wherever you are, and you're watching this. Just stretch forth your hands of faith. Our compassionate Lord is in the house to heal you, to set you free right now. And I speak to that sickness right now. It may be a flow of blood, it may be headache, it may be a pain somewhere. It could be a growth, it could be cancer, it could be COVID-19, it could be flu, whatever it is. I command that sickness. Jesus himself said, anything we will ask in his name, that he, Jesus, will do it. And guess what? Healing is included. And I speak to that sickness in the name of our compassionate Lord. Oh, Lord Jesus, move in their bodies Move right now from the crown of your head down to the soles. Move right now. Move right now. Move, move, move. Move. You're feeling it. You're feeling it right now. 
as you are watching me is coming upon you. The healing virtue, the balm of Gilead, is coming upon you. It's 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 coming upon you. Right now, right now. Where you are right now, it's coming upon you. The hand of God. Healing hands. Healing hands. Ah, it's coming upon you. It's coming upon you. The Lord God is showing forth his mercy through healing. Through healing. That pain goes. That sickness goes. That growth goes. Every pathogen causing disease in your body. I command them to leave right now. In the name of Jesus. And the one oppressed by an evil spirit. Hear ye the word of the Lord. I command you, foul spirit, get out from their bodies. Now. Now. In the name of Jesus. What a healing Jesus. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Just give him praise. Just give him praise. Start thanking him. Start thanking him. You are healed. Just give him praise. Say, Lord, I thank you. I know I'm healed. Now, as you're thanking him, start doing the things you could not do before, prior to this prayer. Start doing it. As you start doing them, the healing, the healing kicks in. The Bible says that when Peter spoke to the paralytic, he did not stand up. He did not manifest the healing. Until Peter pulled him by the hand. Because Peter understood the concept that the miracle will happen when you start doing what you couldn't do. And the Bible says that his feet, his legs received strength. Now get up from that bed. Take a walk. Walk around the house. Walk around the house. And come back. And come back. And hear this message to the end. After the message, you can take a walk outside. But just take a walk around the room. Take a walk. Bend over. Stand up. Bend over. Bend over. You are healed in the name of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Pastor Obi will love to hear from you. Search for Pastor C. Obi on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. I'm really glad you joined me for this episode. Make sure you tune in next week same time same station i'm looking forward to hanging out with you have a blessed week you are in for a miracle see you